Well, it's Monday again, so it's time for another miracle story. We have this series on our YouTube channel and on our podcast. So if you follow one but not the other, you should subscribe to the other as well. But I pitched this idea at a staff meeting to have a series of videos and short uh, audio episodes talking to people about real life miracle stories. And I've got some and just a couple days after I pitched the idea, Deacon Dave came into my office and said, hey, I got some stories for you. And he just told me about three or four in a row. So I said, we got to record these. Thank you so much. I had a feeling that you would have some stories of the Lord's intervention. So here we go. This one takes place in Cleveland. Yes, it does. And it is what, the middle of January it's, or something? It's early February and it is uh, snowing hard. It's a blizzard. All right, so the scene is early February, Cleveland. Everybody's just sort of sheltered in place. And it's a blizzard, and what happens? Yes, and I was invited uh, by Renewal Ministries here in uh, Cleveland to be a, a deacon of Mass, a healing Mass. Uh, Father Bob Franco was the celebrant, and he invited me to not only deacon the Mass, but be part of uh, the praying with people process after the Mass for healing. Uh, it was February. Uh, the time frame was about 6 p.m. It was going to start, and I'll leave my house here in Brecksville, uh, driving to Cosmos and Damien Church in Twinsburg, and it is a blizzard. Uh, it and is, the sun's probably set already. Oh, it was dark. So it's a dark blizzard. It, it was dark. It was very few cars on the road, and I'm thinking going there, nobody's going to be attending this thing. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just too bad. That's one of the funny things about <laughs> masses is they never get canceled because the priest lives like 100 feet away in the rectory. Oh, so case, they're still going to have the Mass. Yeah, well, in this case, Franco was somewhere else. I mean, I think he was at St. Peter's at the time. He might have even been at uh, St. Uh, Teresa in uh, Avon. But anyway, it, he, he was traveling too. But the Mass, was I knew it wasn't going to be canceled. It's a renewal ministry event. Uh, so I decided I'm going. So I'm driving on 82 towards Twinsburg, and the snow is so deep, the plows cannot keep up with it. There's just little ruts in the road, and I'm driving. There's not much traffic, and the whole way I'm going there, I said, this is, this is, this is dumb. Nobody's coming. <laughs> so I pull into Cosmos and Damien uh, parking lot, and it is packed. Really? There's, there's cars everywhere. And of course, the, the snow is so deep, you couldn't see where to park. Cars were in every angle you could Oh, go. yeah. It took me a long time to get there, and uh, I look at the clock, and I know it's about seven minutes to six, and the mass is going to start at six, and I'm looking for a place to park. <laughs> there is none, and I'm trying to debate what to do, and I see a handicap sign with a, a car in it, and I said, well, I didn't see any other traffic around, so I'm the last guy arriving, so I'm going to just stick myself in this handicap spot, so I... <laughs> Pull in it, jump out of the car, grab my vestments, run into the church, and uh, Franco met me at the door, and he said, you got about three minutes to vest. Uh, I threw in my vestments and come running out and proceed down the aisle. Uh, and, the, you know, the music was wonderful, and the place was packed. I, I'm absolutely amazed that uh, it's an indication we talked about in an earlier session, people seeking the healer instead of the healing, and uh People will come to these healing masses because they, they just have needs. Uh, but processing up the altar, and I 
finally get to the altar, turn around to lay the book of the gospel on the altar, and reverence the altar, and I look up, and there's a guy coming in the door in a wheelchair and somebody pushing him in. My first thought was, holy smokes. I, I, I took the only handicapped spot out there. And Did his wheelchair wheels, were they packed oh, they, with oh, they snow? Were, they, they, were, had to... they, were, they were packed. I'm looking at him. Oh, and man. They, they looked as miserable as I did walking in, but I'm just, all of a sudden, I got this guilt. And I, you know, you don't park in handicapped spots if you're not handicapped, but I did. And I'm just, Okay. I did it. I don't know where he parked. But the Mass went on. It was a beautiful Mass. It ended. Uh, we're praying for people all over the hall. And uh, some guy walks up to me and said, Will you pray for my friend? And I said, Be happy to. So I follow him to his friend. And guess what? It's the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> and uh, I just looked at him and I just smiled and I started to say, I, I took your parking spot guy and I apologize, but I, I bit my tongue. Uh, okay, what do you need healing? Heal. Yeah, you don't want to start off on the wrong foot yeah, right yeah, at the beginning of the prayer. Yeah, yeah. What do you need prayers for? Uh, and he said, uh, two weeks ago, I went totally blind, both eyes, no sight. Hmm. And he said, I've been to the doctors. Uh, he's, there's, there's nothing they could do. Uh, they couldn't tell me why I went blind, but they say that I am blind. And they're making some recommendations of things that I could begin to make contact with that deal with uh, the sightless and the man said uh, i want to i want to see like bartimaeus yeah i want i want to see so i prayed for him as fervently as i could laid hands on him put my hands over his eyes i prayed that god would restore his sight and at the end of the prayer i leaned back i'm looking at him i said how you doing he said i can't see well jesus one time had to pray several times, so I, okay, let's pray again. Yeah. So I prayed again and prayed fervently and finished praying. And you didn't spit in his eyes. No, though. I didn't spit and didn't make any okay. like, go out and get any snow either. But <laughs> yeah, mud couldn't and make snow mud. And couldn't make mud. But anyway, no, uh, I would look back. How you doing? No, can't see. Okay, we prayed a third time, which was again what Jesus did. Uh, again, this time nothing. So then I had a long conversation with him about healing. Uh, you know, and a lot of people think they, they want the miraculous healing. They want the, the healings we've talked about previously, you know, instantaneous, gone, pancreatic cancer, uterine cancer, just gone. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sometimes healing uh, takes longer. Healing is healing. It's like a wound that gets uh, a cut and it heals over time. So I told him to be patient, uh, continue to pray. Uh, it had nothing to do with his faith. It has to do with the power of God. And I said, I think God has heard you, and let's just be patient and wait and see. Uh, you know, not trying to deflate him, but give him hope. Because uh, I do trust in God. But I have to admit, on my way home, I'm driving home at the end of this, and I'm fussing at God. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm railing at God on the way home. Mm. Uh, again, no traffic snow-covered roads, and I'm just funny. God, the least you could do is show up. You know, we got a blizzard. you got people coming out in the blizzard. They want to be yeah. healed. And you can at least show up and give this guy sight. And I'm just fussing at God. And, you know, you want me to step out in faith. I stepped out in faith, and he's still blind. I'm, I'm just going. And this time continued for a week. I'm just, Every day mm. when I sat down and would pray, I'm just, God, why didn't you do this? And I'm, I'm just... It's unusual for me to do. I'm usually a much more confident guy, but I'm just, for a week and a half, I'm just fussing at God. 
And then I got a phone call here about a little less than two weeks after this event. Uh, receptionist, you know, said she got a phone call, and I pick it up, and this guy, he said, you may not remember me. He said, but I'm the guy you prayed with for sight. I said, well, yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I I've been talking talking to God about you yeah, for yeah, about been, two yeah, weeks straight. I talked about God. I took your parking spot. I, 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 <laughs> I, look, I remember. Uh, but he said, I want you to know, he said, uh, I'm beginning to see things. I said, what do you mean see things? He said, well, it's not all darkness now. He said, I'm, I'm seeing some light and I can see movement hmm. of people. I can't see the people, but I can see a shadow. Uh, so we prayed over the phone that you know, God would continue his healing. Uh, he called me again about a week later and said, uh, my vision is much better. I now see people as fuzzy. He said, I can't really read an eye chart yet, but I'm beginning to see people when they get close to me. I can recognize faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, again, we prayed over the phone. And he called me again in about two weeks, and he said his vision was totally restored. Wow. Uh, Went to the doctors, and again, the doctors said they had no explanation. They couldn't explain what happened to begin with. They couldn't explain mm. why his vision returned. Uh, they had no answer for him whatsoever. Uh, and we prayed and We rejoiced. got an answer. Yeah, we prayed and rejoiced over the phone. And uh, I had to admit, at the end of that, I walked right over the, from my office to the church. And I, <laughs> I sat down in front of Christ, and I said, God, I forgive, you know, you got to forgive me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like Peter. I just, I just got to get it out there. But uh, mm-hmm. I had, I had. To he re- can take it. Yes, he could, and I had to repent. Uh, but again, you know, it was just another time when you, you, you wonder, you pray, and you don't see the results. And it, again, it was, I think, part God teaching me about prayers for healing. Healing is healing. Sometimes it does take a while. Mm -hmm. It's not always the miraculous. It's not always the instantaneous. Uh, But it's that trusting in God that is so critical for us. Yeah. Can Uh, you trust me for five weeks straight rather than for five minutes straight? Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, I'm fond of quoting that section in the the Catholic Catechism, uh, the preamble to to the section on sin where it, talks about uh, because of the sin of Adam, of Adam, trust in God has died in our hearts. Hmm. You know, and if, if the catechism tells us that because of our own sinfulness we don't trust God, uh, we need to get rid of that because it's trust of God that's going to lead us not only to Him, but it us to see this wonder-working God that we're talking about today. Yeah. Yeah, sin can block a lot of that grace, a lot of that obstacle, not just for our own transformation, but it can keep us from being clean vessels for the Holy Spirit to work through for the help of others. So, Exactly. Yeah, the repentance and prayer, like you said, or the sacrament of reconciliation, if it's been a while, then it's time to come back to have those... Those guilts, those burdens, those sins washed away, absolved, be reconciled with God and His Church, and then... The grace will begin to flow in a in a more powerful way. You're well, right. let's uh, you know. There's one thing I want to say is some people may be scared to pray for something bold, like a total healing. You know, they might just pray that things go well or that my recovery after surgery is good. But every time that we reach out and pray for just a crazy miracle. 
you know, one of the underlying assumptions there is, God, you can do this. Oh, amen. So I think that he is pleased when we ask for something miraculous because it's it's, it's us agreeing and confirming, like, I, I think you can do this. Like, you're the almighty Lord. You're the creator of the universe and you're the redeemer of mankind. And I'm going to go for it. Well, that's an excellent point, Tommy, because it is, uh, you know, Oftentimes in our in our life, we we tend to to bring God down to our level to to, to understand Him, to deal with Him, to even relate to Him, because we keep Him up there as this Almighty, omnipotent God. You know, it's yeah. just so awesome. You know, and we're so insignificant, as the psalmist says, in His presence. So uh, that's an excellent point. That uh, not only is He the omnipotent God that is Almighty that created all things, He's the God who invites us to call Him Daddy. You know, He wants us to have this yeah. intimate, personal, easy to relate to relationship with Him. Uh, that not just exalt Him; He wants us to rejoice. Yeah, that's one of the just beauties of our faith. You know, yeah. He's the galaxy-breathing, Almighty Lord, and He's also a baby learning to walk mm. 2,000 years ago in little little kid sandals or toddler yeah. sandals. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the both and of Catholicism. Yeah, it's, it's never an either or. There's always this both and at work. Well, let's close out in prayer. I'll start and you finish. How's that sound? That sounds great. Okay. Thank you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this story. We pray that it can inspire us to deeper faith, to bolder prayer. And like this man who was having vision problems, we just pray to St. Lucy, patron of sight, that we can see ourselves, that we can see you, that we can see those obstacles to grace that we can see the blessings in our lives. And whatever's standing in the way, I mean, you said it on the Sermon on the Mount, Lord Jesus, you said, blessed are the pure of heart, they will see God. And we want to see you, God. We want to see you. So we pray for purification of our hearts and that St. Lucy will pray for us. Lord, you ask us to have the faith of a child. Help us to exercise that kind of faith, that total, complete trust in you. The willingness to ask for the moon without even thinking that it's possible or impossible. The joy of a child, the exuberance of a child, the openness of a child. Help us to develop those things in us so that we could literally dance before your throne with abandon as David did not worrying about decorum or what we look like or what other people will think but that we simply are rejoicing in the God who loves us and we ask all these things in the name of your son Jesus Christ our Lord Amen Amen In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen, Amen. Well, Thanks again Deacon Dave You're welcome Tommy I'm glad that you didn't get the $250 fine for parking in the <laughs> handicapped spot don't turn them in but pray boldly, expect miracles, and remember that we love you here at St. Basil's, and God loves you so, so very much. God bless.